everybody. Welcome back to Life and the Stories Within It. I'm your host, Hunter McFall. Today, we're going to be talking about doing something called doing the roar and the meaning behind that. It'll be a great episode, so let's get into it. All right. Before we dive in today, I just want to go ahead and take a minute and thank everybody. Thank you, everybody that commented, that liked, that listened to the podcast. The support that I've seen in the past, we'd probably say about a week now, has been absolutely overwhelming. I mean, again, every time I talk about the podcast, I can't help but smiling because of the fact that we're doing something great here. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here. I had a goal of 50 viewers to listen to the first episode. That was my goal. So I was going to really push for that, and I thought it was going to be a very tough goal to end up getting to. Well, within the first three or four days, we ended up tripling our goal. And I say we because it's not just me that tripled that goal. It is you and I and anyone in between. We are sitting at 150 views right now on the first episode. And that is that just warms my heart. It means that we're connecting to people. We're surpassing our goals that we're setting. We're doing something great. So I want just want to thank all of you for that. It means the absolute world. Just a few more things I wanted to talk about before we jump in. Uh, the website, it is now up and running and it is live. I'm super excited about this. Uh, it is life-tswi.com. I will post the link on Facebook when I post this episode. I will also post the link in the episode description. If you still are having trouble or you can't find it, don't be afraid. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll get you the website link and we can get you there. Uh, a few things about the website. There's a few different tabs on there. Uh, we have the about page. That's just a little bit about myself, why I started the podcast, and really where I came from again. Uh, another tab is the positivity blog. I mentioned this in the last episode. This is an opportunity for you not only to connect with me, but for you to be able to connect with one another. So the way it's going to be structured is that each week there's going to be some sort of prompt, whether it's just questions like this week, or it might be a story with your view on how you might handle something, and so on and so forth. And it might not be myself doing it. There might be a special guest that might post a weekly prompt, everything like that. But you as the viewers are able to comment and respond, not only to the prompt itself, but to one another. So you can get involved really and connect with the other people that are also commenting. So I really encourage you to take a peek at that. We also have a contact page. So if you have any questions or want me to reach out to you and you want to talk about something or share a story that you might think is appropriate for this podcast, just fill out the form and I will get back to you as soon as possible. And then we have the links. So this is kind of a central hub where you can find all of where the podcast is posted on multiple different sites. I am now listed on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Bot Google Podcasts, but I'm also working on getting listed on Pandora and iHeartRadio. So those are yet to come. So today's episode is called Do the Roar, and it was really derived from a conversation I was having with my good friend Savannah. So her and I were talking, and she was telling me about how frustrated she was with something in class. So we continued talking, and eventually she got so frustrated. She just couldn't verbalize how frustrated she was anymore. She started kind of going, ah, ah, and eventually she just went, ah, and just kind of 
let it out a little bit. And she did the roar. Well, it caught me off guard at first, but then after thinking about it for a little bit and continuing the conversation with her, it kind of made sense. That was her coping mechanism to kind of offload all of that stress and all that frustration all at one time just to get a clean slate. We all have our own frustrations. We all have different obstacles that come up. And we all have our different ways of coping with that frustration. But a lot of times when you hear people screaming and when you hear people yelling like that, it does catch us off guard. It doesn't seem like it's a normal thing. But we could change that. And when I say that, I mean we can change how we perceive people offloading their frustration. I'm not saying you need to go out and just scream at your significant other or your friend, whoever you're talking to. No, don't do that because you might kind of freak them out. But we just need to change that way that people perceive it. Another good way that I have seen myself, and I do it myself, of offloading frustration is venting. People do the roar by just talking. They offload all of their frustration onto one or two people or whoever they're talking to all at once. It's just like a giant mess of frustration coming out. And which is fine. I like I don't mind being that person. I like when my friends come to me and vent to me because that knows that they know that I can trust them. But one thing that sometimes catches them off guard is when I pose the question at the end of their spiel of how are you going to fix this? How are you going to overcome this? How are we going to overcome this? Because it doesn't always get asked. It's an honest question. And sometimes honesty can get mistaken for being rude or mean. I mean, there's a clear line, but sometimes they can get mixed together. But I always like to ask the truthful question and the honest question of how are you going to fix this? Yes, I'm not saying you should not vent. It is healthy to vent, in my opinion. But you also have to address the issue first and then provide a viable solution in order to fix the problem. Because this is an obstacle. It's a problem. That's where the frustration is sourcing from. It's just not like it just magically appears. You're mad and then it magically disappears. Something has got to happen. So it's another way you can see another person doing their own roar. So now after we've addressed the issue, we've tried to help provide a viable solution, we have to look at the outcome. And that's what this podcast is about. We're trying to look for positive outcomes. We're trying to help spread that positivity, show that there's still hope out there. So we can vent all we want. We can do our own roar. We can yell. We can scream. We can do that. But at the end of the day, after we've provided that solution, we have to make sure It's one that's not only going to help resolve the solution, but it's going to help provide a positive outlook, not only on your life, but hopefully the other individual that's causing the frustration. Because you can get up, you can go just yell at that other person and be done with it and walk away, but then that just hurts a relationship. That doesn't help bring positivity to your life. So one thing that I... I'm going to actually challenge you as the listeners to do is next time you uh, 
stumble upon a sense of frustration or do you come up to a problem that ends up making you upset or angry? Take a second, step back, take a big deep breath and review the whole situation. Because sometimes I'm, I do it myself again. I, this is one of the things that happens to me. It's not like it doesn't happen. We get fixated on one little detail and it drives us crazy. It is the thing that makes us super frustrated. We, it all happens to all of us and we get sucked into this tunnel vision. So my challenge is to take a step back, take a deep breath, let the dust settle a little bit and look at the bigger picture. Because if we look at the bigger picture, the solution might be right held within that bigger picture. And it might be something that then you can address, you can fix it, and then you guys can move on and you can grow your relationship further and move it in a positive direction. Because I'm not saying you aren't supposed to fight with anybody. I'm not saying you won't have any frustrations in your life. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is it'll happen. And when it happens, you have to be able to conquer that and treat that in an effective manner that's going to not hurt the other person or the other party and not hurt yourself, but move all of the parties involved in their further forward direction and help spread that positivity. So just a few more things uh, before we completely wrap up this episode. The time limit, I'm not dead set on 20 minutes. I really am just going with the flow on this. I'm If it goes under 20 minutes, great. If it goes over, great. I'm just going with the flow. I'm also going with the flow on the content portion of the episodes. All I do when I walk in to record and sit down and get ready to go is I have the title of the episode and I have a few key points because to me that's being genuine. I don't want to seem like I've rehearsed this. I don't want it to seem like I'm reading off of a script. This is something that I do for you guys because then you know it's truly coming from me. Another thing, I'm working very hard to get people to interview. Uh, I have a list of potential interviews. I've reached out to a few people. We're in the talks of getting people on the show because this show is not just about me and it's not just about you. It's about us. And that's one thing I want to provide you guys with is real life testimonies of real people and to showcase their struggle that they've had and to help kind of shed light on how they overcame it and how they go about it now and look at it in a positive view. Um, You'll see those individuals eventually pop up, not only in the episodes, but on the website, we have something called the guest speaker tab. There will be a little picture of them on there and a short bio about where they came from, because I don't want them just to appear on an episode and then disappear. I want them to get, I want you as the viewers to get to know them like you did me, because that helps everyone connect. Uh, I'm also working very, very, very hardly on getting a Facebook page and other social media platforms, getting those started so that we can also try and connect and also share and spread that positivity, spread the hope and spread news about this movement through those social media outlets. Because I mean, let's face it. We all use Facebook. We all are on some sort of social media platform and it's a quick and easy way to connect with people and help spread that positivity and that hope. And finally, I just wanted to go over 
and actually not go over, but really throw out a question to you guys. I would love to get feedback on this. So contact me through the website, shoot me a message, something like that. I want to hear feedback on this one. I'm thinking about doing a Q&A. So not just directly to me and what I think about a situation, but in the sense of a circle, doing kind of a live, whether it's over Zoom, over Facebook, wherever, kind of sitting down and actually talking with one another and talking about our stories and talking about how we dealt with them. Uh, I know there are plenty of similar things like this, but we don't do it on a regular basis. It can happen every once in a while, or we see our Facebook posts, but we don't do it in person. And it's so hard to me personally to read how a person is trying to express their feelings through a Facebook post or through a picture. I mean, pictures can speak very boldly, but you still don't get that sense of being able to watch how they react, to hear the tone in their voice, to watch their body language and everything like that. So I would love to hear feedback on that. Again, reach out either through the website, through private message, email, whatever you'd like. And as always, folks, the best is yet to come.